We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Every guy looks better and feels more comfortable when he puts on a suit. There's one problem. Guys keep buying generic off-the-rack suits. That's why Blue Wire is pumped to partner with Indochino for an amazing deal on a new suit. Indochino is the world's leading made-to-measure menswear company. They make suits and shirts to your exact measurements for an unparalleled fit and comfort. Looking to get married? Actually, our producer Brian is getting married. And they have a ton of options for those looking to outfit their wedding party. I will absolutely be there as I'm the best man. And it's so easy to get started. Visit a stylist at one of Indochino's 40 showrooms in North America and have them take your measurements personally or measure yourself at home and shop online at Indochino.com. This week, Miami Heat Beat listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just 369 nice at Indochino.com when entering Blue Wire at checkout. Plus, shipping's free. And that's always a plus. So that's Indochino.com, promo code BLUEWIRE for any premium suit that's just $369 and free shipping. This is an incredible deal for a premium made-to-measure suit. Once you go custom, you don't go back. Welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Carlo Navas. And with me today is not producer co-founder Brian Goins. He decided he did not want to come for our victory lap against the Cleveland Cavaliers. But instead, we have a professional screw-up, Alex Toledo. Yo. Back. It's been a while, Alex. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. We have our statistician and professional photoshopper, Christian Hernandez. What up? He's awaiting barbecue. He may leave because barbecue is more important than uh, covering the Heat post-game show. 
It's, it's fine. It was just the Cavs. It's just the Cavs. <laughs> and joining us on the Cavs division is our good friend from Fear the Sword and our fellow Blue Wire Network brother, Justin Rowan. I, I would have thought you had enough barbecue watching the Cavs get cooked. All God right. damn it, I was about to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Swung right in there. <laughs> you can check Justin and Carter Rodriguez out at the Chase Down on Blue Wire. Also check out his writing at Fear the Sword. Justin's a, a friend of the show. And we're here to talk about the game tonight, which the Heat cooked Cleveland uh, by a lot of points. Although that game got kind of dicey at the end. A little uh, That's two times in a row that the Heat kind of do that, and it's really bothering me because it's it feels like the, the, the third quarter is now the fourth quarter, uh, which is a little annoying, but... They they rock Cleveland. Bam is Kevin Love's daddy. <laughs> I feel bad for Kevin. Yeah, th- this was a tough night. So uh, we talked about it a little bit before we started recording. This was the first poor night for the uh, Cavs starting lineup. Um, they, they've actually had a pretty tough schedule early on this season. Uh, they, they played a lot of uh, top 10 offenses. And for the most part, defensive rating of that unit had been very good. But right from the the start of this game you could kind of tell things were a little bit off uh miami just came out guns blazing hit a few threes early on got out to that early lead and then didn't really look back as you alluded to yes uh cats kind of made it a little closer i i think miami took their foot off the gas um credit to the Cavs, i guess for taking advantage of that um i guess they're they're, they're a rebuilding team so every possession they're they're kind of doing the whole try hard thing and and learning to to build positive momentum on every play and and all, all of that kind of stuff that makes you roll your eyes but um yeah i i mean the miami Heat are a really damn good team uh they have one of the best coaches in the league and they just came out more prepared and and gave the Cavs their first real letdown game of the year wait did you just call them a really good damn team I, I might have. I, I'm, I'm dyslexic. What's, uh, they, what's, they, they smacked me around here? tonight too. They didn't just smack the cows around. My my brain is also mush. So are they? Uh, uh, credit to are Miami they a good team? That. Are they? Are they? Are we like? Are we ready to say that they're a good team? Like that's a good. That, that that's a. If you're the Cavs, you're like, yeah, that's not a bad loss because they're a good team, and you know you live with that. Are we there yet? I mean, shit. I part of my French, but um, <laughs> there's. I don't think there is a bad loss for the Cavs. They're a rebuilding team. They're going to lose games. Growth isn't linear. Um, they, they're sound like a coach. Kind of- Growth isn't linear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it really all depends, doesn't it? <laughs> what is that? It sounds, like, sounds like some sort of you know, anti, like pro Cavs propaganda. That, that's great because I've been getting ripped by Carter. Um, he, he's been calling me coach lately, and I really, really hate it. Um, I shared like one anecdote from when I coached like high school basketball. And then all of a sudden, now I'm I'm the uh, next coach <laughs> Thorpe here talking about my my son and all that good stuff. No, I, I mean it. They're playing it's a bunch of young guys in the rotation. They've actually been able to kind of hide that well all year. But when you come across a well coached team like Miami, um, they are going to target the weakest spots in the lineup, and that's exactly what they did tonight. So something I found really interesting, and it's kind of been a trend. Jimmy Butler is not really shooting the ball a lot tonight. He only had 11 field goal attempts. Uh, he's a, what, the third highest on the team would have been fourth if Dragic took one more. Like the the Jimmy Butler not being like a very assertive shooter has been interesting because he's played really well. He's done all the things. He's moving the ball incredibly well on defense. He's a destroyer of worlds this year. I mean, the guy's playing the passing lanes as good as anybody. I, I don't. I think he's still leading the league in steals. Uh, he mm-hmm. had three tonight. Like mm-hmm. Christian, this like I, I'm. We haven't gotten like 
outside of a couple flashes, Jimmy Butler alpha offensive guy. And I feel like everything that's been propagated about him leading up to him being here has kind of been flipped on its head a little bit, I think. Um, like he's not like this guy. There's a lot that he's done that has really surprised me. Like, yeah, he's like pretty much everything's been what you expect. Like he can facilitate, he can defend. He has, I mean, I think the only thing that really caught me off guard is his hands, his ability to, to cause deflections and swipe in the passing lanes and create steals that way. I had, I guess maybe I just didn't watch him enough, but the way that he does it on such a consistent basis, he is a terror out there defensively. And when you have him and Bam on the court at the same time, those are two guys who, I mean, we're still very early in the season, but if the season ended today, you could argue that they could both be finalists for defensive player of the year. Because oh, absolutely. And I I think, uh, sorry, I cut you guys off. No, 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 go ahead. One thing for sure is the shot blocking and altering prowess of bam uh you could see multiple times tonight where the Cavs were driving into the lane they were factoring that in they're trying to throw off his timing and because he's drawing so much attention you have jimmy butler come in and just get a hand in there just get a hand in the pocket and break up the play even if he didn't necessarily get the steal or or poke the ball loose he disrupt the timing uh he does it without fouling he he's just such an intelligent player uh defensively and I mean, it doesn't really surprise me that he's not necessarily taking tons of shots in Miami. We all know he went there to retire, so he's going to take it easy. He's going to do 70% on offense. (laughs) Maybe he's load managing through the year. How about that? That's literally his version of load management. That's that was going to be my take right now is that that's (laughs) how he does it, right? Like, he's like, I'm not going to go out and take 25 shots a game. Why am I going to carry the load for 82 games? And he kept implying that, like, at press conferences and stuff, he's like, I'm the best player. I'm like he would say things like that, like kind of trying to take the the heat off of him a little bit. Alex, were you at that press conference? Yes. Credential media member Alex. Yeah, I'm not like Alf, who's who, the day was like on Twitter was Bro. like as somebody who's been around the player. See, I'm not over here. Dude, you still got to drop that. You still got to drop that. When, Bro, when I was he's at been the like, conference, he said this. Alf like right now, <laughs> he's been to four. He's been to like three or four games, and he's like, as someone who's around this team, I go, whoa. whoa, whoa. <laughs> I mean, I've been to two Cavs games this year, <laughs> and I'm not pulling that. <laughs> Come on, Alf. Get it together. Come on, you know, he gets a little taste of he gets a little taste of access and all of a sudden he's uh he's, Oh he's, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean that's he's no to access. Though, right? <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> the the BAM stuff I and like even the even the shots he isn't blocking, I know he had a goaltend. I mean, I think that stuff like even the ones that he's not getting, he's so close to getting and it's really bothering people. He's great on switches. He he could play the drop coverage, he can switch, he can do a little bit of everything. And I think when they get Winslow back, their defensive versatility is going to increase so much more. Cause like, I mean, yeah. like Duncan Robinson's holding the fort, right? And they have like guys that are probably lesser defenders, but they're arguably their their second or third best defenders, not even there yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Robinson impressed me. He's not somebody that I, I've seen tons of. I haven't uh, caught a lot of Miami basketball this year. Um, but yeah, he he was impressive. Tyler Hero was great um Kendrick Nunn was obviously great um and then yeah once you get Winslow back I mean realistically he's probably their what third best player uh especially when he's really rolling and he takes things to another level offensively I mean he gives you another guy that can initiate offensively that's going to create easier opportunities for Butler it's going to create easy opportunities for everybody and on a serious note in terms of shot distribution with Butler um Miami just moves the ball they 
the, they find the open guy, the ball has energy. And I, I don't, it doesn't surprise me that no one person is really dominating possessions. They're going to go wherever the matchup takes them. Um, if you need a go-to bucket, obviously Jimmy's going to be that guy, but on a night like tonight, uh, where they've been, were in control pretty much the entire evening. He, why, why is work too hard? Like why, why use up too many possessions, get everyone else going, get a, a good feel for the game. Not everybody has to be James Harden. So I'm really happy about Olenek the last couple of games. Cause I really think he's kind of finding himself again. I know he started off the season a little rough and all the lineup data is kind of evening out him and Dragic in particular, <clears throat> when they're on the court together, uh, 106 offensive rating. And I, I really think that you kind of see a pretty it. rough game tonight though. I thought I, I thought he played well, like in terms of the, he had some timely threes. I thought the spacing was good. I really I don't thought I don't his think he's healthy. I don't even made know one three. Playing. He had yeah, but he had that was a big three. Did you see it that, was a that big corner? Three. <laughs> did you see that corner three he took? That he was like for some reason he was just like shifting his balance like off to the right and fading away. I'm sure yes. that he didn't have to. I like I really don't think that that knee is like 100. percent I don't so think he's like, good either, but I do think the two man game with him and Dragic is really really good, and I think that that's helped Dragic a lot, especially because they have that bench unit together. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of why I've been less inclined to want him to start over Myers, and Myers has been pretty good. Um, I don't know. I didn't think he was that bad tonight. You felt he was that bad tonight? I know that the shooting wasn't I like just, particularly great, I just but don't think he looks. A hundred percent. So it's kind of hard to like. He wasn't you know, a huge factor in the game. Like you didn't yeah. feel his presence. You didn't notice him being a liability, but it didn't really seem like he was super involved. Obviously, that that's not a great environment for him to play in either. Uh, a lot of people still bitter about him being the 2015 Finals MVP. Um, but, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I mean, when he's right, I, I think he's a great fit for this team. But you, you got Leonard out there that can kind of replicate a lot of what he's doing. And I disagree with that. Alpha said that too. But Leonard is not the passer, and Leonard can't play those little elbow sets that he does well. Like Leonard, no, but a he, pick he and can popper. give you that kind of. He can give you a version of what he does. Like you can run a lot of the same sets. You can't rely on him the same way. He's he's not going to have the same upside as a Kelly Olenek. But when you're running those sets, you can do the same things with him that you can do with a limited Kelly Olenek. Right? I don't know. I mean, hopefully and- he gets healthy and and then that can add some versatility to your lineup. But the version of Olenek you have right now. Leonard can replicate a lot of that, and, so, and he can handle more minutes doing it because he's actually healthy. Something yeah. that. Myers's presence, just his presence alone, helps the offense. He lead, he led the league uh, coming into tonight's game. He led the league in true shooting percentage, and tonight he was like five, like six. sixty something percent yeah, and, from three, and, and two of two from from behind the arc. He's not he, he's not taking up any volume really. He's taking like five to seven attempts a game, but he's being so efficient in those minutes and just knowing that you have a seven footer that you have to account for like that is going to open things up for the rest of the offense in a way that you could not with somebody like Hassan Whiteside. So <laughs> and I think the difference is like with Myers, you get, you know, the fact that he's more bulky than Kelly and you get the screen setting where with Kelly, you get the ball skills. Like I still think Kelly's a better player, but Myers mm-hmm. is like a hundred percent, a better screener than Kelly is. I feel like he's also, a much, I feel like he's a bigger guy. No, a hundred percent. No yeah, doubt. and he, he can use his body better. It's Olenek almost reminds me when he's setting screens, it's very similar to Larry Nance where he, he's there, but he's not really disrupting the defender in the same yeah. way. Um, it, it's the difference between Nance and Thompson setting a screen. It's basically the same thing on the other side. 
but they're not really using Kelly in high pick and roll. They're kind of using him in, in dribble handoff sets. And I think the big threat there is that if he keeps the ball, he could take you off the dribble like on the left and they kind of clear out that side. So he has that whole side to work with and he can pass. And like, I think that, but I think him, that's why he has them coming off the bench with Dragic because you can kind of go to those sets every single time. Then you have oh, another agreed. guy like Tyro coming off as a threat and you, you take away the playmaking responsibility from Tyler. You know, it's, you're like mitigating that you have like guys out there on any and in, in any lineup that are going to be negatives for you. Okay, so, I really don't feel like we should be talking a guy about a guy so much who played 13 minutes tonight. I mean, the, the, <laughs> and, and the funny thing too is we're saying, yeah, Linux the better player, but he he's just not quite at 100. <laughs> percent Giancarlo, you're just fighting this Impact. so hard. I mean, Mark like, Leonard is an okay player, man. Well, you got hold on, wait a second. I, I have, he can I have fill two out things. a rotation. Listen, I have, we're going to move off of this. I have two things. W- one thing real quick that I've been surprised about is I thought the Kelly-Tyler Hero fit would be seamless, and it hasn't. Uh, when they're on the court together, 98 offensive rating, 97 defensive rating. It's not anything that jumps out, especially on offense. I thought that that would be something that they would just mesh so well doesn't together. It make, doesn't it make it easier on the defense, though, if you have those guys all there playing together between Hero, Goron, and Olenek? Like, you pretty much just got to guard the three every time. That's why I think, like, when Justice comes back, you bring none off the bench. He kind of gives you more of a guy of the threat of a driver, right? How do you bring none off the bench when he put up 23-8-5 and five tonight? Like I know, I mean, but I'm he, saying he when Justice comes back, game. right? Like, aren't, I'm a little bit concerned about what the offense is going to look like when, when none is – I mean, when Justice is back and he's out there playing – with with Jimmy and none. I want to see how that I think I mean, the big I, thing with Justice here. is how I think we forget how aggressive he was going to the rim before he got hurt. Like he was really forcing his way to the line. While he's not the best free throw shooter, I think that helps in a lot of ways the offense and the defense kind of gets stepped, but he was really trying to go to the rim and he's a really good passer off the dribble and off penetration. So I think that that's really going to help the corner shooters especially. So I get your concern, but I don't I, oh. I think Justice is going to help. I, oh, I was about to say uh yeah, I know this news. is an audio medium, but Christian just had the funniest moment where he turned, looked, listening to the noise behind him, and then he did a perfect swivel right to the camera <laughs> with his, his big shit-eating grin. Well, I'm going to assume that the barbecue's here. <laughs> but thank you. The barbecue's here. I'm going to take off. Here. Have a great time, guys. Uh, I'll see you later. <laughs> and there goes your NBA insider. Now, now Statistician you know? and Photoshop for Christian Hernandez. I didn't even ask if it was Korean barbecue. What kind of barbecue was it? I don't oh, know. that's a good question kbbq is awesome uh, i had yep. some uh not bad barbecue in cleveland i enjoyed that yeah you you're the only you know joe keem noah once famously said who vacations in cleveland and uh it's apparently you yeah <laughs> I, I mean i get me liking because i get to go um watch some Cavs games that, it's the only city that's bigger than winnipeg <laughs> uh goddamn um but yeah this was the first time my wife went there too so i was actually surprised that she really enjoyed it but she's she also a Cavs like fan? No, no, she's not that. Be funny, she's like a Raptors fan. No, but but she's a, a craft beer snob, and, and they got just like a ton of breweries, and she described it as like a hipster city. It was actually nicer than the last. Is it a hipster there. city? It, it's it's really changed. Like, so I hadn't been there in like four years. This is my third time going down. Two out of the three times I've gone, they didn't have LeBron on the team, so I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> what um, the hell, Justin? Yeah, I know. I, I went for the Kyrie Dion show, uh, the LeBron playoffs, and the Sexland show. So, how about that? Um, yeah, it's, but she, yeah, she enjoyed it. Even in the last four years, it, it's been a big change. Like, a uh, lot of new spots open up. Um, it's it, it's pretty good. If Did you like, they add good another bars, building. Food. Do they have a third building? Because I know that Cleveland. <laughs> 
No, 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 no. There's still there's still two, two, but you okay. know, there, there's things around the two. <laughs> okay, so good. that's good. You know, hey, progress, progress. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, kind of going back to our Myers point. So Myers and Bam, uh, 109 offensive rating, 99 defensive rating, plus 9.6 net. Uh, that's one of the best on the team. That has surprised me. I got to be honest with you. And if you've listened to the show since preseason, and I've been really hard on Myers, did not have that coming. I mean, I think the only reason it's that high, why the numbers look so great with, and he's like a part of their best defensive units too. I think all of it's that weird. has to do with the fact that he is absolutely hitting from three. I think the yeah. problem with him is like 99 defensive ratings, pretty good. No, yeah, yeah, I know, but I'm saying like if he's not shooting, he's not really going to be a factor outside of you know some nice screens. But uh, whenever his shooting starts to regress and he's not shooting, whatever he's what is it like 60 percent from three for the year, we'll see how actually stable it is. But I think that's got more to do with like what I was saying before with Goran and Kelly off the bench, right? Wouldn't you rather have none there and have? the extra shooter in the starting lineup between justice and Jimmy. Yeah, I, I, I think there's set. definitely a case for that. Um, but, like I, I wouldn't be surprised. They end up opting to just keep Duncan Robinson in the starting lineup and none goes to the bench. And then all of a sudden it's like, I mean, I would rather have Tyler there because you know, I'd, ra- I'd rather have Duncan as a three off the bench next to Goran and, and, uh, and none. Mm-hmm. instead of I mean, having Tyler shooting. as a three next to those two guys. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think I, I agree with that. I, I think having Hero out there as a two and then you, you have uh, Duncan. Hero should not be playing the three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'm, I mean, you want to shelter, especially like any rookie, no matter how good defensively they end up being, you're going to have a lot of lapses on that end of the floor. Uh, there, there's not a lot of guys that, that can provide defense. So if you're asking them to guard up um, – I, I just don't think that's a great position for a Heat team that has a lot of other options. I mean, Kendrick's a 38% shooter. I know Duncan's 39, but I mean, it's, it's not that big. But a they're running off. different sets with, with none than they are with like, you know, what they do with Duncan and Harrow, where they're just having them come off of those little pin down screens and all that. Right. None, none can actually initiate a, and lead a little bit more offensively. That's why I think if you have Goran and none off the bench, you have a similar thing to what Goran was doing with the healthy Dion a few years ago. <laughs> they're just kind of playing off of each other. None of them is, is uh, neither of them are responsible for point guard. It was Goran playing off Dion. Come on. I mean, in the fourth quarter, yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Do you remember that half court shot against the Warriors? I mean, come on. I remember everything, man. That's why I think it's going to be tough when Dion is not suspended anymore. I suppose going to have some tough decisions, man. I think I the only move back, is to dude. play him. What are you going to do? Man, I, I wanted to call into the Levitard show when they were talking about whether or not you could go off off of one gummy. And I, I was going to talk about my nightmare experience I had about a month ago at a bomber football game. Empty stomach, <laughs> did not look at the dosage. I was like, oh, I'm not going to drink. I'm going I'm to be good. So Buddy just handed me one. It's like 150 milligrams. Which is oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. It was one damn. That gummy sounds bag. like a lot. I sure don't know. Yeah, you're you're supposed to cut it into eight. I was I was hallucinating. I was puking. I couldn't move my legs. It, was, it was it was a problem. I slept for like 17 hours. I, 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 it, you can you can the have a very bad time. You can have a very bad time off of one gummy. But shout out to Dion for not uh, snitching on Dude. James Johnson. Yeah, totally. It's JJ, right? Totally. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I would never snitch on him, but I mean, my God, it was, you, that's, that's my best guess, too. You know, uh, I, I, my coworker said it's probably Tyler because, you know, he's young and he probably has a connection. No way. And no. I said, dude, Dion would snitch on Tyler in a second. Tyler took his minutes. Tyler found like a Tyler great... took his minutes. What are you talking Carmelo about? Carmelo Anthony has been signed. I have what? to interrupt. The Wait, what? what? 
Carmelo Anthony no. is a member of the Portland Trailblazers. Yes! Oh, wow. oh, yes! <laughs> yes! That was a pairing we wanted to see here. Hassan and Melo. Oh my God, they're never going to get an assist again. The, the great thing about Portland this year this is, is big news. Is this is great. Really man. decreasing the likelihood that Kevin Love gets traded because they are just as ass as the Cavs. And at least the Cavs are on the way up and have like $60 million in cap space. Are you Portland's arguing that just, they're in a better position? To go yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two bad small market teams. One's just older. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Okay, you so when, uh, end up making the playoffs because <laughs> I love this take though. How much longer? I totally get it. How much longer until we start putting Dame in the trade machine? Oh, you! I mean, you got to do it now. Do you? I mean, Portland fans have been like sending me Hassan Whiteside for Kevin Love trade requests, and I'm like, what? We were what, doing what that too, doing? Justin. We were doing that last year. We were doing I, Hassan I for J.R. Smith. That, but you guys, it's it's a heat fan thing. I mean, you guys, you're getting everybody for nobody. Like, I, I get it with you guys. You guys I'm all right with. Portland fans, I, I don't want any part of that. <laughs> Portland, you haven't earned the right to make yeah. crappy fake trades. Going there, little microbrew cough shop, coffee shops, sending me shit trade requests. I don't want nothing like that. Vibing everyone. My, uh, I have a friend, and she's uh, she's been dating a lot, and she lives in Denver. And uh, she's sick of everyone's Bumble profiles having vibing. She's sick of it. She's like, I hate the West Coast. I want to go back. I like East Coast cynicism. I'm sick of these people. <laughs> these West Coast um, I got out of the game before Bumble, so I, I have no <laughs> nothing to contribute there. Pre-dating before Bumble. What's that like? That's, um, that's not how it works anymore. I've tried to beat someone the old-fashioned way on Twitter. Oh, I was going to say just send a dick pic, but okay. <laughs> they really respond well to that. They can tell a lot about your personality and your, your likes, your interests, your 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 fears. It's all right there. The Draymond, the, the, the Draymond Green. <laughs> um, Championship habits. I'm going to choke. This would be a great time to like transition to read for Roman or something like that. <laughs> I think we have a Roman read this week, so that's exactly what we're going to do. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves by saying things like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work, or sorry honey, Kyle Lowry just didn't have a good game today, I'm not really feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about, with a real doctor who can prescribe you real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. The doctor will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and most importantly, discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to roman.com slash bluewire and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be a tough thing to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a real doctor to take care of it. Just get to roman.com slash bluewire to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's getroman.com slash bluewire for a free visit to get started. Getroman.com slash bluewire. Humans have been shaving for thousands of years. And the secret to a great shave? It hasn't really changed much. The ancient Greeks didn't need flex balls or heated handles, and neither do you. 
That's why Harry's doesn't overcharge you to add gimmicky features to their razors. They focus on delivering what actually matters, sharp, durable blades at a fair price. And I love Harry's because it gives me a close shave, easy glide for a low price. Do us a favor and check out harrys.com slash bluewire for your free trial today. And Harry's is a return to the essential. Quality great blades at a really fair price. It's just $2 per blade, guys. It's the most convenient thing you can ever ask for. The blades refills are super, super easy and they're delivered directly to your door on your schedule and you don't need a subscription. And there's no risk for you to try them out. If you don't like it, you can just return them and you'll get a refund. Listeners of my show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash bluewire. You'll get a weighted aromatic handle for f- firm grip. You get a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and a trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com slash bluewire to start shaving better today. Shout out for you, Blue Wire, Greg, uh, you know, Kevin, all you people. Get Roman.com slash Blue Wire. I'm, sh- I'm sure there's going to be a uh, read put in in post, but promo yeah, code Blue. Go there. Free consultation, all that good stuff. Yep. Do you do you, do you, do you do your uh, do you do your reads live or do you? Uh... Oh, we do them live. We so we actually go live on Twitch when we're recording our podcast. So we have like very little room to screw up. Um, so we have to get the timing down right and all that stuff. It, it, it's a lot of fun. So that would never work with EP. Yeah. Brian doesn't trust me reading. There was one time that, uh, what did we, we ran a contest for, um, for someone to have to promote their company. And I think someone was promoting their organization for some horrible disease, raising mm-hmm. money. I mispronounced that. We did it live. I mispronounced everything. Brian's just like, just, just stop it. Just stop it. Oh my God. That it was, Alex, our, that? our ad reads have inspired a podcast that is nothing but fake ad reads. There, Wait, what? There's some, there's some fan in Cleveland that started the ad read podcast and he's gone really weird and abstract with it, but he <laughs> shouted us out on Twitter and was saying that, we are the inspiration because our ads are so surreal. So like, I'm always trying to like get a very natural transition into one and really throw Carter off. Um, but yeah, it's apparently we've inspired the podcast. So we I'm had uh, happy about that. We had one here. Uh, okay, so kind of one transition for the last little bit of the show to kind of the league, the East in general. So are we are we buying the Celtics like as the best team in the conference? Like, <laughs> I, I thought you meant like just in general as a decent team. No, not the, the best team in the conference. This is exactly what a Brad Stevens team is. They're, they're good at offense. I've been eating it. What? They're good at offense. I've been eating it. My mentions are on fire because all I did is so make fun why? of it. We're 11 games into the Thank season. You. They're supposed they, to be good at offense. Brad right? Stevens knows how to coach tryhards that don't have superstar talent. And that's exactly what he has. Jalen yeah, Brown's you, been why, very good. Why are you calling Jason, on Tatum is a, Jason Tatum is a nice, well-rounded player, but he's not a superstar. He's not even an all-star. Um, this is the exact type of team. Poor man's justice. Know, this is the exact type of team we know Brad Stevens can coach. This team does not have another gear beyond what they are right now. Sure, maybe they can make some trades, but you know Danny Ainge is going to lowball everyone and end up empty-handed. No, they are not the best team in the conference. They are not a team that is built for the playoffs. They're not a team that has another gear. I, I would trust Miami. I trust Philly. I, I trust your, your Raptors. Uh, I trust. Uh, it's they, funny that you call them Giancarlo's Raptors and not your Raptors. They weren't Raptors, 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 Rapt
No, uh, okay. I did a little bit of Raptors freelance writing, but they've never been my Raptors. I'll kick Justin's ass at Raptors trivia. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I doubt I'm, that. I I mean, outside of Toronto, they're they're nobody's Raptors. So yeah, they're um, Canada's Raptors. They're oh, the country, wow. buddy. No, how no. dare you? How dare you? Kyle Lowry's a national you, hero. <laughs> No, to speak no, for Canada, to a no, buddy. Yeah, no, but I mean, there's like some, there's some like you, you have internet find, in Winnipeg. You, you can I've find there. You can find fans anywhere. I mean, you can find a Cleveland fan in Winnipeg. God damn it. But I will no, say, listen, they, I was at a bar in Vancouver and there were four Raptors fans cheering for DeMar fadeaways. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Four. Four. So, uh, One in a Mopeat jersey. Booming. <laughs> so Boston's top five defense was just a small sample size theater. No, they're 12th now. Oh, really? Uh, they were ranking like top five until like a few days ago, last time I checked. And I just oh, checked okay. right now. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Well. Brad Beal will do that to you. And his yeah, I, was going, I was going to say Enos Kanter plays one game. <laughs> I forgot um, that he just got healthy. Hey, Colin Sexton locked down Brad Beal. How about that? That was that, a fun game. That was, was that the game he fouled out or that he got ejected? Uh, I don't think he got ejected from that one, no. Uh, Sexton? Are you talking about poor no, man's Kendrick Nunn? Yeah. <laughs> uh, second coming of George Hill. We all know how high I am on George Hill. <laughs> Aggressive George Hill. How about that? <laughs> LeBron is not familiar. <laughs> <laughs> You're damn right he's not. So. Unless he's playing um, the Bucks. <laughs> uh, Alex, is Philly in trouble? Yes, yes, thank you. It took you long enough to get here. My God. I thought this is gonna we were gonna lead you with this. Shout out to Hot Take uh, Harry. They really chose <laughs> they really chose <laughs> Tobias Harris. I don't know who you're talking about. They chose Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler. And then they told this they made the joke that uh that uh that Justin made earlier that Jimmy went to Miami to retire and now they're eating it, man. They still have a good record. I think they're still gonna be really good. But Tobias Harris can't shoot apparently. Yeah, I was reading that he hasn't like made a three in like two weeks or something. Yeah, they're, they're going. Yeah, he, I think he went like zero for seven against the Cavs. It, it was something gross, and and not all of them were contested. Um, I, I mean, maybe they. I, I still think there's a chance. Maybe they trade Tobias Harris. Um, I, I know <laughs> he's got a bigger contract. Untradeable. <laughs> nah, no one's untradeable. They'll they'll flip him for like Kyle Lowry and no. And How dare you? Toronto, Toronto, uh, Toronto, and they're not getting Giannis, so they can use up the cap space to, to eat that. Uh, Justin, <laughs> when are we going to have the honest conversation that Kyle Lowry's having a better season than Ben Simmons? Is is America and Canada ready for that conversation? Oh my god! Oh my god! You, you disgust me. You absolutely disgust me. If there's one thing we know about Tobias Harris, it's that you can trade him. <laughs> that was been before the, he signed like a superstar. That's, that's been the defining trade of his career. Special skill, <laughs> man. You know it's funny. The magic could probably the use playoffs, him, man. <laughs> the magic could use him. Yeah, well, now the magic are trying to trade for Demar Derozan. Which is just, it's just, just for Marco. <laughs> Damn, if the Spurs can pull that off. I, I mean, what do you mean? Pull that off? I, I mean, what what do that magic have to trade that they're actually going to part with? Like Mo Bamba, Markel, Markel and Bamba, <laughs> put them in the system. No, they're not going to trade for Markel. They have like six young guards already. The Spurs, yeah, and the Spurs just uh, they just committed to Murray. They're they're not. He's I really good. He's incredible. About to He's get paid. ridiculously good. And they have him for nothing. And I know that he has injury history, but my god, like, like and I think that 
I think that's a move for teams that Miami did it with justice and Josh and, and San Antonio is doing it with, with, uh, with Murray. I think like when you have a guy like that, you got to lock him into a contract like that kind of early. I'm sure they're going to, you know, I'm curious, Alex, what extend the, with Bam right away. Now that's that what I'm saying. I was about to get, what the hell are they going to do with Bam? Like at what point do they just be like, we got to give you money. Why are they not like, is that even the thing? Like, Oh, is it, is it because of the hard cap that they're not doing that? Well, that's part of it. And then 2021, I don't think you want to compromise space. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think that was ever going to be an option, though. I think Bam is just going to, at that point, like, if you really need the space, you can trade him. I think just not leaving him <laughs> unsigned and then letting him just, you know, letting the market dis- decide how much he gets paid. I think that's a really dangerous. It's, I mean, I mean there's always know, a Dallas. That was in the past. But <laughs> you know what I'm surprised by? The Cats are still 16th defensively after tonight. Like, the Cats are profoundly mediocre. And, like, that is a huge step up. It's a huge and, improvement. I was looking at the stats before the game, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. 16, 17. I'm like, they were barely there when LeBron was there. And, like, <laughs> well, we, we know, we know a why. bottom five team. Like, that's why I was saying. No, that absolutely. Five, especially when you're competitive. Especially man. when you're playing so many young guys. I mean, Jetty Osmond, this is basically his second real season. It's a veteran. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a veteran on this team. Colin Sexton, second year. Uh, Darius Garland hadn't played since November of last year. He's still kind of working his way into game shape. Um, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. has been a really, really pleasant surprise, but he, he's still a rookie. Um, so it's it's a surprise that they're as far ahead as they are. And it, it seems like they're a well-coached team, which is always a surprise to see. In Unusual. I've got to yeah, say, I very, thought very it unusual. looks like they're a well-coached team, but then you look at the, the lineup they had out there when they made it close with the Heat, I'm like, what is Baylin doing? Like, he had Dylan Dova <laughs> out there with Clarkson as their backcourt. Yeah, yeah. So, Larry Nash lineup, I was, like, I was, what is this? Yeah, I was actually looking at it. So, that lineup, I, I think that over 10 minutes had like a plus 30 net rating where oh it was God. it was Clarkson, Delhi, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. Um, I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. Kevin Love was the only big man, though. Um, oh, that's right. They went small, and that's why. And then that's when the Heat ended up having Duncan out there with three guards and Bam. Right, but uh, I, I mean, the injury to Larry Nance is going to be a problem for this cast team because the the starters all season, as I mentioned, had outplayed their opponents. They, they yeah, so played what do you really mean a problem? But what's that? What do you mean a problem? It's going to help them get a good, better pick. Yeah, I mean, it's they they were going to have a a, a lottery pick no matter what. The, this team's too young. I picked them to win twenty seven win uh, games, which was probably optimistic in comparison to the consensus. But I think that's kind of around the 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 rate that they're at right now. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they got past thirty if Kevin Love stays healthy. I agree. See, well, that's the thing. So I'm accounting for Love and Tristan missing some time, or at least being a little banged up. Um, but yeah, without Nance there, Love and Thompson are their only big men. Like part of the reason why those second units aren't working is because they don't have a backup for Jetty Osman uh, with Dylan Windler out. It's basically like Alfonso McKinney who can't get minutes. Um, and then they have no center. McKinney's on the Cavs? Yeah, McKinney's oh, on the Cavs wow. now. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he really shone tonight. And yeah, they have no centers because um, Ante Zizic and John Henson are both out. So, I, I mean, the one game Henson played was great. It was a good pairing with Nance, helped the second unit, but they, they just have no backup centers and they have no uh, backup small forwards. So uh, depth is going to basically be what neuters any positive momentum the starters have. The, <clears throat> the other thing I wanted to get to is kind of 
Miami's offense has been a little weird, and I I wanted I was talking about this in the group chat uh, the other day, Justin, and I kind of wanted to know what what you made of this. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it doesn't count this game, obviously, but the Heat are second in free throw attempts, third in three point percentage. Uh, yet they're 18th in offense. They're second in assist rate, second in effective field goal percentage. So the shooting is really good. Uh, they're last in turnovers, but that doesn't really like make the offense bad, right? Like then they they force a lot of turnovers, so they get possessions back. What the hell do you make of that? They're 18th in offense despite all of that. Like how much of that is they just like mid range jumpers? <laughs> I think that can be part of it. Um, they do create some second uh, chance opportunities as well. Um, and anytime you're doing that. You're scoring at a decent rate, but it doesn't help your uh, Euro rating. Um, let me just look here. Where are they? Okay, they're they're middle of the pack in, yeah. in offensive rebounds, but you you still get those opportunities. And um, I, I don't know, like it's weird, right? They're they're still a team that has had a lot of turnover, though, right? Like that's something when you're only ten games into the season, you have new faces. Jimmy Butler is um, obviously new to the system. Uh, Bam is being kind of featured and empowered in a way that he hasn't been in the past. Uh, you obviously got the rookies. Like there, there's a learning curve. Like I I would say the fact that you are at that point already and you're winning games despite that. And you haven't had Justice Winslow in there, and you haven't had your boy Kelly Olynyk playing at, as well as he could. Impact player today. Yeah, I, I think I think that's a, a really encouraging sign. Like I, I don't think this is going to be an elite offensive team with the personnel they have, but Spo is going to get them to be effective. And considering all the fresh faces and and the guys that you kind of have either limited or missing, that I I think that that should be encouraging for Heat fans. Kelly, by the way, minus ten tonight. <laughs> so I named the show Kelly Olenek Impact Player. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I like Championship Habits. Oh, yeah, Championship Jack. Habits is so good. You're so right. Oh, uh, it still stinks. But um, <laughs> yeah, I man, that's why I'm like, like you've been mentioning how you're a little bit worried about what the offense is gonna look like going forward because they've been just so damn hot from the three point line. And I'm kind of with you there. So I'm surprised you weren't with me earlier when I was talking about. Uh, leaving the shooter in the starting lineup when justice comes back. Cause I think that's going to be a concern. Like so much, the fact that they've been decent, like their best offense has been from, you know, their ball movement, which is causing turnovers, but also the fact that they've been hitting threes consistently pretty much every game. And that's going to go down when you're replacing, you know, none and Duncan Robinson and Tyler heroes minutes with whatever minutes that justice gets when he comes back, probably 25, 30, 30 plus. And, that's why I think they're going to need that extra shooter in the, in the lineup there because if Justice and Jimmy aren't hitting threes for you, I think the offense, you know, you know there's going to be more of a chance that it regresses. And two I don't know if they can afford that. Two of their three losses, Denver and the Lakers, were were games that they just couldn't hit threes. Uh, Minnesota's exactly. the only loss. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. it's just when they're not hitting threes, it, it looks rough. And in L.A., they were managed to stay in the game for a half, and then it, it just kind of it kind of went away from them. But... Would have been nice if you guys missed some tonight. No, that would have been. Yeah, half, you know, made me happy. in the second half they did. Yeah, well, yeah, but, but impact you know, player one, Kelly Olynyk mattered. Impact player Kelly Olynyk was one for three. Warren was one <laughs> for five. Yeah, but it was a big one. It was a very. It big was a. One. It was a big three when they were up like twenty. But you go through the percentages, uh, like every individual player's three point percentage, and everybody is shooting lights out except Justice Jimmy and like James Johnson and Derek Jones Jr. You know the obvious non shooters on the team, and I trust Justice to get back to closer to what he was before. With thirty, you know, we we, we all know he shot thirty percent for two seasons in a row from three, but 
if he's not hitting those spot up threes, the offense is going to go down a little bit. I think that's so. That's what you're common. saying is trade justice for Kevin Love. I, I got you exactly. Uh, JJ, by the way, DMP. That's an overpay. <laughs> JJ's it was a DMP. They basically went. I mean, Bam played f- almost 40 minutes tonight. Myers played 28. Kelly played 13 big impactful minutes. Chris Silva played eight, and that was pretty much so it. So preferring Myers over Kelly is not something I saw coming. And yes, I know he, you know, he hasn't been 100, percent but I definitely thought that would reverse quick once Kelly actually got back on the floor. I thought it would be Myers getting those 13, 17 minute games. I gotta be honest, Kelly. I mean, if he was if he was in more of the second half, I think that that run might have. I mean, he was such an impact in his minus 10. Uh, you guys can't. You guys up. can't let me get away with that. You guys, I I cannot get away with calling him an impact player when he was minus ten, one of four, <laughs> one of four from the field. So uh, you see, when you're when you're back. making stuff up, you can't undermine yourself. You got to wait and see if anyone calls you on it. He and had then, more fouls. And then had maybe a, you can kind of de- deflect or backtrack or do whatever you want to do. But this whole calling yourself out, uh, I, I I just I'm not for it. As many fouls as rebounds. Listen, okay, in Heat culture, we have accountability. Okay, Justin, I don't know what kind of championship habits you guys have in, in Cleveland, <laughs> but over here. In, yeah, um, we, we do dumb things like draft Dion Waiters. We don't do dumb things like think he's a franchise cornerstone and then give him a big contract. Listen, you weren't there for 30-11. You didn't know how that felt. <laughs> you, you weren't there when he hit the half court against the Warriors and you did the arm crossy thing. You so weren't I'm there. So excited for this, man. I love, I love that you think I wasn't there for the Warriors losing a game. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was definitely not there. I mean, Draymond got suspended. You know, there was some You, there was you some really thought we were going to get that 30-11 team off the bench this year with Goran and Dion. Everything's oh, going to be nice. good. They're going to have this great team with Jimmy Justice and Bam starting and then 30 one of the best teams in the league. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, uh, man, he captured that was a moment in time and then he you know, it would just turn into a long relationship. He just forced it, forced a one night stand. That's that's <laughs> the thing about snorting heat culture is the the come down. It, it's very real. <laughs> 